Hi everybody, this is Maritza Molis, and you are listening to the Autism Stress Less Podcast, where each week we take a few minutes to talk about stressing less when you are caring for a child with autism. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Autism Stress Less podcast. So today we're going to talk to you a little bit about your child with autism and do you treat them like a baby? So I wanted to talk to you parents about this because this is something that often doesn't get talked about. Um, I'm just hanging out here right now in my living room and Jaden is with his chewy tube in the dining room. Kevin's outside playing baseball with Sebastian and I was just thinking about, you know, what am I going to talk to the parents about this week? And this came up because, like I said, I just, I remember going through a couple of things in the earlier years when Jaden was initially diagnosed. And, you know, you're you're still trying to figure out, you know, um, what to do because they have, you know, when they're young, they have food aversions. You know, they may be still drinking a bottle well beyond the age of two. Maybe they have a binky. Um, people will speak to your, your special needs child with the baby voice. You know, we used to talk to Jaden like that a lot. I mean, sometimes, you know, it still comes out because when your child is nonverbal, you do anything to try to get their vocabulary out. But um, all of these things can happen, you know, when your child is with special needs or with, you know, autism. Um, but I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about what to do when you feel like you need to baby your child. So that's what we're going to talk about next. Hello, everybody. So I was going to do this podcast with my husband. However, we have had such a crazy day that he asked if I could just take over this one. So that is what I'm going to do. Just a few key points on how to not treat your child like a baby. Like right now, for instance, Jaden is 12 years old and he is currently listening to his iPhone with music. So that's age appropriate, right? Yeah. Um, but when he is like two, you know, like I would show him YouTube videos that kind of helped him with spelling, with colors, with letters, you know, all these different kinds of things that, you know, you can show your child to kind of get them to learn vocabulary. Um, I did a lot of that kind of stuff. I remember it was a lot of Yo Gabba Gabba, even Blue's Clues um, with Steve because we like Steve. Um, So we did a lot of stuff like that when Jaden was younger. A lot of sensory toys that were age appropriate like the chewy tubes that were smaller. Um, Whereas now we have like chewy tube necklaces because we know that he can handle that or like the chewy tubes that clip onto his shirt um you know the balls that light up things like that that kind of fascinated him when he was younger play-doh but if your child hi hi, baby if your child is pika then play-doh is not a good idea right um 
so kind of stuff like that also kind of like um I don't know like there's just lots of different things that you can do for your child that's age appropriate uh how about toileting and and bathing and stuff like that that's really hard when your child is young with autism I mean for us it was super hard to potty train Jaden so if you guys have good luck then congratulations that's awesome but we had we had a pretty hard time trying to get him to consistently go to the bathroom appropriately whereas now that he's 12 like he goes but at times he will urinate on himself and I know for some of you parents it's not you know the your child urinating on themselves but they also like may soil on themselves and even smear you know feces over furniture and walls I mean we've heard all kinds of stories from parents so we know that it's very hard like with Jaden when he used to do that he did it a few times when he was little we would always make sure we would take him to the sink and say okay wash your hands you know so every time he did something like that we consistently would say okay if you're going to do that you're going to have to wash your hands and you're going to have to clean up your mess and we would help him clean up his mess and he eventually couldn't stand the fact that we were making him clean up his own mess and wash his hands that thankfully he stopped doing that but I remember the first time he did it he was probably like three years old I was like oh my gosh it was in the basement and our walls were yellow in the basement so it was like brown all over the walls all over the banister I was like what happened so I know it's like frightening when that kind of thing happens but um I promise he'll get through it. I know it's hard for you parents that are going through it now. You know, you will get through it. Just be consistent with your discipline, you know. Don't baby your child. Be consistent with the discipline. Loving them, accepting them for who they are, but also directing them and guiding them. Um, Same thing with bathing, you know. Like, Jaden, I can give him a washcloth with soap. Sometimes he'll get it in his eye, which is god-awful, right? Especially because he's a screamer so he'll scream like a banshee but I consistently try to teach him how to bathe himself shower himself he he takes showers now but um it took us time to teach him how to take shower as well right so all of these things happen in stages but if you're a parent that has a newly diagnosed child and they're small you know you just teach them little by little and just be consistent in your teaching consistent in your you know showing them hey this is what you you can play with this is how you do this this is you know how and why and always tell them you know that you love them very much and that's why you're trying to help them to do those things but I hope that helps a little bit for those kinds of things um and for education again you know your child they're on an IEP. They may be learning all kinds of things, right? But your school will make sure that the curriculum is age appropriate, you know, or development appropriate for your child. So that is super important. The stressless skill for the week is don't treat your child like a baby unless they are a baby. So how do you put that into practice? 
well, everybody, I would say in order to help your child move along with their development, set some goals. So review those goals when you do set them with your spouse. If you have a spouse, talk about those things that you need to talk about concerning your child's development. And also talk to your child's therapist and get some feedback and suggestions to help you and your child. Number two, take care of the issues that require self-help, such as the bathing, the dressing, the toileting, the brushing of the teeth. You know, take care of those things where when your child is young, so like if your child is a baby, like I said, um, don't treat your child like a baby unless they are. So if you do have a child that's a baby, make sure at an early age you're teaching them self-help skills, you know, so you've got, you know, the brushing of the teeth, you know, you're holding their hand while they have the toothbrush in their hand and you're teaching them how to put the toothpaste on and, you know, you're doing those kinds of things and you're helping them with toileting and you're helping them, you know, with bathing themselves. Like you give them a washcloth with a little bit of soap and you're showing them what, you know, how to wash their body. Because even though you may think that they're not capable, our children are fully capable. (laughs) I mean, that's one of the things that we we didn't realize when Jaden was smaller. It was like, well, let me just do all this stuff for him because, you know, he can't. His fine motor skills are off and he can't do this, that, and the other. But I, as a parent, was hindering him. So I just want to let you guys know that if you start early when your child is two and three years of age, that when they are 12, like Jaden is now, it will be far better for your child and for you as the parent to be less stressed. Um... And I want to say, lastly, reward your child whenever they have good behavior. So when you see them doing those things that you have taught them, like they're attempting to be, you know, appropriately, or they're attempting to dress themselves or attempting to brush their teeth because you're teaching them all these things, or they're attempting to watch their favorite show, you know, on their own or, you know, doing these things because you're consistently doing these things with them, reinforce them and give them, you know, their favorite candy or an ice cream treat or you know their favorite toy you know color with them spend time with them if that's what they like but always reinforce your child for those kinds of things and always tell your family and friends about consistently reinforcing your child when they do good behaviors so I hope this has helped you guys Um, and I know and I I understand that some of our kids are not up to par developmentally with their age because Jaden is the same way. He's 12 years old, but he has the development of a five-year-old. But I want you to understand that it's okay. Don't give up on your child. Try to stress less and not go crazy over the things that you cannot control. Just try to do your best, okay? We're praying for you. We're believing that things are going to be all right. Um, Have a great rest of your week. And on the ending, I wanted to give you a scripture for the for the week. Proverbs 21, verse 5. The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty surely to poverty. So basically, make sure that you make those right goals for your child, because when you do it and you're diligent, everything will be much smoother in the long run. But if you don't do it, then of course, you know, you guys already know what will happen. You know, you if you make a certain decision that you're kind of just like, I don't care anymore, I don't care. Well, then if you do that, then what will happen to your family? What will happen, you know, with your child? Think about those things. But 
I just want to let you guys know that we're praying for you. Have a great rest of your week. Alright, so we're back together and the weekend is not officially over. We're still, we, we have a couple more hours before we got to go two different directions and pick up both of the kiddos. So we thought we would just end this video real quick on just talking about prioritizing our marriage. Yeah. And what, you know, I think you guys out there should always try to remember is to have moments together alone take time out for each other because if you don't you're going to get caught up in the circle and grind of everyday life and, and lose that that passion that those reasons why you fell in love with each other right it's very it's very normal um it's human nature for us to kind of forget about all that stuff when we're stressed out all the time or when we have lots going on on our plate so I was just saying, like, I just think, as, as for married couples out there, I can't stress enough to just find alone time and be together. Because when you do, so many emotions and feelings come rushing back about your partner. You might be disconnected for a bad week that you had or something like that. But... Right, and that's the word. So disconnected. All right. So when he is saying you might feel disconnected, I mean, we go through those periods of you know, disconnection or sure. disaffection, I should say, right? You go through these periods where you're just like, okay, I have an overworked schedule. I, you know, I'm overly stressed because of my children. I've got all of these things going on, you know? So we have all these stressors in our lives that can create that disconnection, can create that disaffection. So that's why, like Kevin said, it's important for you guys as couples, as married couples, to make it a priority to get away once a year on your anniversary and once a week to have either a night date or a day date. Right. And you don't have to go anywhere extravagant. No. You know, we stayed home. We didn't stay in a hotel. It'd be something very small. Yeah. It's very simple. But the, the point was for us to reconnect. The point is for you to reconnect with your spouse and for you to, you know, just bring back the love that you once had for one another. Oh, yeah. And, and connection is something we always talk about, and that's her word, like, for our entire marriage. I don't feel connected. Like, she'll always let me know. And I think communication is also key. Don't don't yeah. don't keep it inside and, and then start building up resentment because that happens all the time. You have to communicate, guys. Um, yeah. If you're wanting to go out and have fun or if you're needing more attention and affection, let each other know because it can be so hard raising typical kids or neurotypical kids. It does not matter. Um, but she's so good at that. And then yeah, there's been just a few times where Kevin has said. Baby, I just need you here with me, you know, a few times. I'm more of the person who's like, yeah. what is going on here? Like, how come there's, like, no connection here? Right. I mean, you're doing so much work this way. I'm doing a lot of stuff this way. We need to come together, you know, but. Right. And I always feel like we're connected because that's just how I am. I'm like, <laughs> and so baby, are you. we're so, we're fine. We are good. I love her, right? Yes. But 
everyone's love language is different and everyone has feeling, different feelings so that's why you have to talk and communicate right you know don't don't set your relationship up for failure you know what i mean talk about the disconnect talk about the disconnect you know disaffection talk about all these things because that's why you married your spouse for life right. you know marriage i believe is a covenant relationship it's intended to last it's created by god so why not fully enjoy your spouse that's what you married them for, right? Because you saw something that you liked. Right, so, right. I mean, continue that. Right. You know, make it a priority. And and we tend to forget. People are like, oh, well, I fell out of love. I'm like, no, you didn't. And you did not fall no. out of love with that person. You just weren't putting in the time and effort because right. the minute we have alone time together, I remember all the wonderful things I said during my vows for all the wonderful reasons why I married her. They all come rushing back. I like a baby, you guys. It was like the best day of my life. Really, <laughs> really bad. I got like three words into my vows. And, and I was like, uh, this man is going to make me cry and mess up my, my makeup. makeup. <laughs> Whatever. I'm but emotional. I was just like, oh, I like man. romantic comedies. Leave me alone. No, it was wonderful. Yeah. Was wonderful. So just to sum it up, um, this was just our... 11 year anniversary and we just kind of wanted to throw out what we do um to try to stay connected and yeah. stay strong because the enemy's always trying to break you up um, in marriage right. and i think we do i'm so proud of us i always say that to her like i'm so proud of you i'm so proud of me and and words are powerful you need to say that and, and praise each other and remind each other and to take time and again, it could be something very small. It could be, hey, go out in the backyard, throw out a blanket, yeah. and um, have a picnic. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be anything go over to the, the park. Go right? do, you know, just your kids. Up. If you have literally no help, um, wait till your kids fall asleep and oh, yeah. try to do something at night in the house or yeah. outside. Go to a different part of your house where you know, right. you know, the kids are not going to be Get creative. Go on right. Pinterest. There's so many things, guys. Um, so don't don't let that defeat you. You just got to be creative. So that is it in a nutshell. So I just want to say a prayer for all of you people who are married right now. I just want to pray that the Lord give you a vision for your marriage and a hope for better things to come. Sweet, short prayer, but Good. I'm believing that for you guys. We're believing that for you guys. We believe yeah. that for one another, too. Yeah, you so. guys can do this. Not easy. Nothing is ever easy that, easy. Is, that, is, that is worth it. So just remember, it's going to take a lot of effort. But you guys got this. It's worth it. Yep. Okay, we're signing out. Bye. See ya.